All right, we are here in the post show. Okay, so um, I think it's interesting that we haven't talked about we talked about Game of Thrones. We haven't talked about Silicon Valley for a couple of weeks. I think there's a reason, not because it hasn't been good. Although the episode before last week was kind of a very slight episode, it wasn't didn't have much. All right, so let's see. Last couple episodes were well. Okay. If I could just sure, I sure. think the okay. reason why is because it's had less to do with what we're used to and more more about sort of very tiny startup things that we're not used to being involved in. Right? We're, we're used to the corporate shit. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is very, very funny. And, and, and really, uh, really, we're both have been in those sort of mm-hmm. situations. Uh, and less in the in a garage type situations. Right. It, it's interesting. I mean, so right now, Pied Piper is the hot this is the prom queen right now. Well, right? they're they're the they're an upstart, and they yeah they're but they're getting Bloomberg. They're getting you know all kinds of and and it seems like nothing is going wrong. Right. And we know the show. We know that's not going to yeah. last. The show's so, all about how things go. So, so we're waiting for this shoe to drop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So what's up with Big Head, right? Because we were thinking Big Head always fails up. And yeah. I think he's still going to bounce back somehow. Bounce back spectacularly. Yeah. But it's like, it's been not normal. Like, Big well, Head's bankrupt. Well, I mean, that what we see is, is Big Head goes away for several episodes. And all of a sudden, he just comes in with more money suddenly. So I, I assume but, you know, he, that's the narrative. So I assume that that's what's going to continue to happen. That to me is... Are, are they going to pull him in for the CEO of Hooli? Or is that too easy? <laughs> it's not too easy. I mean, it's definitely... It, it's it's predictable, but it's been set up, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it it has... In, in that world, it makes sense. The board going to pull in big Yeah, the, the, the Chekhov's gun has been on the wall already. So you're okay with right. it. It doesn't, it, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Uh, and you're fi- I'd be fine with that if they went that way. Uh, I don't know if that's if that's their plan, but I that would even though it's predictable, that would still be satisfying. Yeah, I mean, trying to figure it out, like when you know Big Head lost all his money there, it's yeah. like okay, I thought he was so I kind of did predict the whole him doing venture capital, but right. it failed, right? Right, it, because of Bachman, because of Bachman. <laughs> Who becomes an employee at the end, which is it, right? that's kind of sweet. Good. It's a yeah. feel good, sweet yeah. thing. Yeah, maybe he'll actually work now. It'll work a bit, right? He, he might. He's be, still Bachman, but, but he's still he's good at what he does. That's the reason why he has the job. Yeah. He's, he's good at selling. I think he's. I would like to see a. I think I would like to see a more humble Bachman. I at I least think, for a little bit. I don't know if Silicon Valley works with three-dimensional characters, mm. right? I think these characters are best as two-dimensional because it's okay. such a farce, right? You, yeah, you're, you, you're right. But the thing is, like, the Valley loves Bachman, generally, right? You know, like, when he gets in and does mm-hmm. these stupid things on Bloomberg, it's not like he's laughed at you know it, like there's generally a positive feel mm. no matter how absurd he gets well, yes, it, it, I mean it's not the same thing but it, it's it's a it's a Mark Cuban which is well that's yeah. a Trey comma guy is that but it or a uh, um, 
Elon Musk again. Not yeah, not the Russ. same thing, but but it's just Russ was right. That guy does fuck. <laughs> he was right. I kind of I love that 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 uh, these guys in their own way are right <laughs> about about the most insignificant thing. Right. But they they do get that aspect, and that that was a fun payoff. Is that yeah? <laughs> this guy does fuck. Uh, Heather was watching with me, and she didn't. You know, she doesn't watch yeah. as intently, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't get. It. I'm like, okay, so I had to stop and tell her, and then rewind it. Yeah, you know, we're like, oh, that was that was my favorite line of the whole season so far. Is yeah, Camille being like, damn, Russell was right. He does fuck. <laughs> that guy, or however you said it, that guy fucks. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out like Pied Viper is the darling right now. Yeah, what's gonna go wrong? What do you, do you what do you think? There's a whole universe of things that go wrong, but I think that uh, not Lori. What's the other one at Raviga? Uh, the main boss, right? No, no, Lori's the main. Boss. Lori's the main boss. Oh, Jessica, maybe. I forget her name. I forget her name too. Anyway, she's probably right about how it's like too complex. Mm. It's probably way. I mean, it's too too engineer focused to be a mass market thing. Like I, I think I saw well, like, it, there's it, a Pied Piper website, and if you look at it, like there's mm-hmm. like eighty settings on it. Or something. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna fly. Uh, so I saw a Twitter ad yeah. for Pied Piper. Yeah. So they're actually running ads. I, I love it because they their website, uh, I don't watch it, I don't go to it all the time, but they it follows with the show. So mm-hmm. when like a CEO is hired and fired, there's stuff going on. I was on looking at the website a little bit ago and I noticed that um, Gilfoyle went to McGill University in Ottawa, and we have a guy at work who went to McGill, so <laughs> had some fun with that. Uh, oh, Gilfoyle in the jacket, thats that was really fun. <laughs> Again, it's like, you know, <laughs> and Dinesh. I, do I want a situation where Dinesh gets the upper hand on Gilfoyle? No, I kind of like their dynamic, where it's... It's a Roadrunner Coyote dynamic, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> One's always going to be chasing the other, and that's just the way it is. And it's fine because it's a farce. It's fine because it's not meant to be a real right. depiction. It's meant to be a, a a funhouse mirror. Yeah, I kind of... So the reason I said I want to see Bachman get a little humbler is because, like you said, he's really good at the PR thing. I think it'd be fun to watch him for a few episodes really kick ass at PR and then fall into his habits. Well, I mean, the beauty of the show is is the way it's structured is that's fine. They can do that for 10 minutes mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then have him fall into his habits, yeah. right? Well, one of the things I loved about that episode that we talked about extensively, the one where they were planning the... Um, the, the the heist they're doing a heist right, movie right. and then it just fucking fails right at the end I, I loved just the immediate turn to nope <laughs> nope fails and right just kind of all that you know all that set up and then being like no well this is this is not that show uh, so yeah I, I could see him being successful and then failing too, but but building up a whole storyline of that mm. I mean that would take away from the main storyline which yeah. is just the progression of Acme Incorporated, i.e. Pied Piper. Right. 
you know, they've been playing Rich as... Richard is such a dick this season. Yeah. I'm also waiting for him to lose talent. You know, like, go for it to go do something or something yeah. like that. I don't see Dinesh leaving, but I can see Gilfoyle. Well, Gilfoyle's presented as... But as, they already as, did the episode where he was, yeah. he was you know, abusing all the headhunters and yeah. everything. So I, I guess he can't really I, I think again. I think that the point about Gilfoyle is, is that he is a genius of his sort, but nobody else would put up with his bullshit. Yeah. And he needs Dinesh. I mean, that, that was the thing that, that Jared yeah. pointed out, was they are best <laughs> friends, even though they pretend to hate each other. Right. They so much need each other. That, right. And then they would be like, fuck you, Jared. <laughs> but I mean, so Richard being such a dick, no one else, like, Dinesh ain't gonna quit. Jared's not gonna quit. Mm-hmm. So, is that, maybe we'll keep our There are no consequences. It's a, it's a farce. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I mean, that bugs me how like how he's like I mean I, I get it that he's he's that way you know he's you know a bit Asperger's or something like that yeah. right but it's like oh come on you're he's like a dick a dick a but dick, he wasn't and, a dick to Ehrlich right I mean this episode yeah. was about how he you know there is a human side to it right right he came back in hindsight yeah. so so maybe he'll be a little what, bit- one thing I liked about this episode too is that they started to set it up like oh it's going to be him thinking. Uh, or whatever, <laughs> forget her name. I don't think yeah. it's Lori. I think Lori was the other was the boss. But her thinking that him thinking that what's her name? Lori, what's her name was responsible for it, and it was going to be a whole big thing mm-hmm. across the episode about him right. just getting confused. But no, it's actually resolved right away. No, mm-hmm. and it turns into an Ehrlich story. Yeah. So I was happy to see that because they didn't go down. They still went down a road that you know they still went down a farcical route. But it is, have, it is interesting how they like set up this potentially long arc and mm-hmm. then just chop it up like wrap it up real quick yeah because we've seen that and I, I appreciate that in, in shows like it's kind of a startup thing though right yeah. you know it's kind of a metaphor for the startup startups get shit done fast and I think wrapping up these big yeah. arcs quickly is mm-hmm. kind of built into that in, in, in a sense yeah and, and, and it keeps the it, it keeps the um the effective idea is that the story's always moving you're not you're never staying in mm-hmm. place so you're yeah. not Sitting there bored watching episodes, and then that's sort of why the episode where they were staying in place, where the one where um, the one before le- this week, which you don't even remember, was that the one with the party or no? Between yeah, the that party. was the one with the party. Okay, but there was nothing else that happened. There was there was the the dumb thing about um, <sighs> that whole storyline about Dinesh's hard drive was uh, yeah was a big throwaway. Right? Yeah, there's a bunch of throwaway stuff that 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 happened. I don't, I don't even remember it. I, I, I that was the episode where that we introduced that um, Jared fucks, but there was just it, it didn't. Oh, that's oh right. that it, was it. Richard had Richard with, yeah Richard's girlfriend right. That was just a like yeah. Not interesting. Yeah, the spaces it didn't versus, propel the plot. The spaces at all. versus tab thing was funny for me and my coworkers, but only for a five minute scene, yeah, not right. for the core yeah. storyline. And, and of it the doesn't show. follow that that would ruin a relationship on that level. Even though, yeah, I get it's a farce, but you need more than that, right? There needs to be more than just. The spaces tabs to ruin because otherwise they were completely compatible, and so it didn't make sense that that. Would. I think they were trying to show how Richard is. His yeah, name, no, I get it, but but, but yeah. you can only stretch reality in a far so far, right? To, yeah. 
there, there's a point where it, where it gets to be absurd. There's a point where you you lose connection to anything, and it just becomes obvious machinations of the storyteller, as opposed to it sort of or evolving organically. Well, the the Huli CEO. I mean, for like the past season and a half, he's been completely impotent, you know. And yeah. earlier on, he seemed like a more formidable foe. And well, that that to me makes sense in the context of because it's been a slow descent into madness. Yeah, that's it, been a long descent. Into, well, it, yeah. what you have at that level, right? A Steve Ballmer mm. type stuck around for a long time, mm-hmm. even though he was doing horrible shit to Microsoft. Yeah, I guess you're right. That whole scene at the airport, <laughs> where they—I don't know—that one seemed too too for it. That's well. What I liked about it was the uh, expected but lovable inversion of the whole. Wait a minute, what are we doing? Let's get on our planes <laughs> instead of because you think, oh, let, let's share a plane. No, let's. Mm-hmm. Transmit information so we can, while we're in the air, do chess and, and online. Yeah. I, that was a funny joke to me. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the point of the scene, but the joke. It, it the scene ended with a good joke, so I'm I'm happy with it. It seemed like the whole scene. Well, it does seem like that was the point of the scene. It seems like the whole scene was there just to set up the joke. Yeah, but it was a good joke to me, at least. Uh, maybe not to you. To me, it was it was a good enough. I, joke. I saw it coming. Yeah, so did I. But I liked it, and still a good joke. It, it was. It, I liked the joke was good. I didn't think it paid off the massive setup that the joke had. I think that is more setting up that there's going to be some relationship between him and Barker. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some information that gets passed forward, and there's just sort of setting that relationship up with right. a good joke. Right. No, I, I think I think if establishing it's, if it's drop, then then I think establishing the relationship is important. Yeah. It just seemed like oh, I, I get the joke, I saw it coming, mm-hmm. but that was like five minutes of no, it wasn't. You know, it seemed like five minutes. <laughs> Maybe it seemed like five minutes. That could be the case. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was like maybe forty-five seconds. <laughs> it was way too long. <laughs> it was too long. I agree. Speaking of too long, should we move into this five-dimensional shit? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You got some video for me? Not video. Uh, just uh, just textual base. But um, when I put this in there, in, in, in the Slack channel we have, you said, yes! You were excited. It just seemed like some yeah. great nonsense to shit, bullshit mm-hmm. about. Okay, so this is uh, from the site... I didn't look into it yet, so I... Okay, great. I'm, I'm a virgin with 5D. So this is from the site in5d.com, which has a big uh, it's an esoteric metaphysical spiritual database. Yes. Uh, and um, and the, the tagline is the hottest esoteric metaphysical and spiritual news on the net. This uh, post is called... How to shift into the fifth dimension, colon, seven things you must know. Okay. So this is good. This is a list, a listicle. Uh, seven things you must know about, about how to... Sh- about, about the fifth dimension. About, well, about how to, sh- uh, how to shift into the fifth dimension. Not necessarily about the fifth dimension. Well, we'll see. Right. Uh, Do I need a primer on the fifth dimension? Probably, but we're going to skip that. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't even know. Uh... All right, let me. I'll just I'll just read the article. Let's go for it. <clears throat> this is by Hannah, 
who's a guest writer on In5D.com. What? What? <laughs> Hannah? The Hannah? Yes. Okay. Um, I like this song to it with it, too. So, good choice. <laughs> we are moving into an amazing era of New Earth, or Fifth Dimensional Earth. Wait, wait, wait. This sounds time cubey already. New Earth? Or Fifth Dimensional Earth, which is full of extreme heavenly bliss. Sounds good. I can get behind bliss. Sure. Extreme bliss. I can get behind extreme bliss. Extreme heavenly bliss. No, the heavenly cow. Well, I mean, Take it it's just another adjective. Uh... However, it is up to us to allow the flow of energy from the creator to manifest literally anything into our experience. No fucking clue what that sentence means. Wait. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That sounds like... There's no punctuation in either. There should be a comma after however, for example. <laughs> however, it is up to us to allow the flow of energy from the creator to manifest literally anything into our experience. I, I need a glossary here. Who's our creator in, in 5D? Our creator is not hyperlinked. Manifest is... <laughs> <laughs> um, Can we get an account to edit the wiki? <laughs> since our creator made ourselves in his image, so this is some sort of God thing, uh, we have a free will to create anything that we want in our reality. That's some... Ooh, that's some deep shit. That's some real, like, dot-connecting shit that doesn't follow. <laughs> God made us, and yes. we look like God. Therefore, we have God's powers. Yes. That's essentially what they're saying. Yes. I make a sandwich, therefore that sandwich is me. That's not what they're saying. They yes, that is exactly what they didn't mention the saying. sandwich at all. They said you can do whatever the fuck you want if you learn how to unlock the fifth dimension. Oh, no. Okay, I, I, I say, I made a sandwich that looks like me. Therefore, that's because since our creator made ourselves in his image. The sandwich can do whatever the fuck We have wants. the free will to create anything that we want in our reality. If you can unlock the fifth dimension. It's a Pinocchio story, right? Six payments of forty nine ninety five. Most of the humanity this time... What? Okay. Wow, it goes into just crazy shit that doesn't make any sense right away. <laughs> Most of the humanity this time is in power and control from government and corporations as we don't know our true nature as a creator and creating realities that involves a lot of stress okay, and stop, struggle. Stop, stop, stop. That's the sentence. Okay. That's one sentence. All right, this is fine. Are we sure there's no YouTube videos of 5Ds shit that we can listen to? I think that might be more fun to pick at. Maybe, but let's go, okay. let's just let's go into the article right. first and let's get into five. I mean, because I just want to. Oh, it's a listicle. I forgot. It's a listicle. <laughs> forgot yeah. about the listicle because yeah. it's already gone. This is just yeah. <laughs> so let me repeat that run-on sentence again. Most of the humanity this time is in power and control from government and corporations as we don't know our true nature as a creator and creating realities that involves a lot of stress and struggle. So just parse that out. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, A lot of us are waking up. We are enlightening others about their lost powers. Lost powers? Right, right. Because we have all the powers of the universe, we just don't know how to use them. Because we're... God-shaped sandwiches. The need at this time is to be more spiritual and understand and practice it. Practice what? 
Get it. The the loss of powers. Hey, a, a, a sentence I agree with. No one can force anyone to believe in spiritual stuff. All right. The first sentence in this thing I agree with. However, with changing vibrations, you won't be able to survive in the negative influence and will very soon know who you are. <laughs> let me, let me, should I go with that sentence again? Right. However, with changing vibrations, you won't be able to survive in the negative influence and will very soon know who you are. Okay, I, I want to express how important it is to understand there's a difference between a first draft and a complete thing, right? If you're shitting stuff onto a page, don't publish it. Oh, God, rewrite your shit. Jeez, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, to enter into the fifth dimensional Earth, it's important for you to be happy and motivated all the time. All the time. Happy and motivated. Are you sad for even an instant? Then you won't be able to enter five-dimensional Earth. Are you not motivated for even an instant? Not going to do it. Yeah. That's why so few people get there. Mm -hmm. Shit. I'm, I'm screwed. Let the feelings be your guide and understand the following points. We're in the listicle now. Oh, I only hope they're comprehensible. Uh, actually, they're weirdly... Uh, they're, as you would expect from a listicle, the... Obvious. <laughs> okay. Number one, nothing is permanent. Understand that everything you see and feel is made of energy, and energy can be transformed into different matter. <laughs> I, everything you feel is made of energy, and it can be transformed into different matter. In, in a very broad sense, that's a, a statement I agree with. That, that metaphorically translates into... You, you could twist the metaphor to, to have that be correct. To as, as I understand yes, it. Yes, but it's also drawing a distinction that makes no sense if you're making part A correct. What do you mean? Everything that you can touch is made of energy. Yes. And it can be converted into matter. Into different matter. Right. Yeah. Well, it can be. It, can it just be. requires a lot of energy to do that. Well, right. But, okay, but... Calling this energy and not matter is kind of a stretch, right? I mean, it's true to a... It, it, it's it's true in a very fundamental sense. But when you're using matter in a later statement... Yeah, then this is... You're this breaking is a, the first part. This has a lot of energy bound up... In matter. In in a, in a situation that we call matter. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if the first... Bottle that if holding, if the first about. part of the sentence was by itself, sure. Yeah. If the second part of the sentence was by itself, sure. Right, like but when said, you put them together, yeah. they're like you you always used to call the fun dog incongruitous. Like, yeah. like sentence is not yeah. congruent. Yeah, right. There, there's a metaphor that's stretching beyond belief, but there's a metaphor that it maps to. But you'd have to do a lot of stretching to get there. Uh, but I see what you're saying. Uh, let me continue. Everything around us has some consciousness. Mm, no, I don't believe that's true. Uh, that would mean that the photons that are emanating from these from this magnet, for example, or from this light, have consciousness. Hey, yeah. microphone. How you, how, you, how you feel about sitting here all the time and now, just doing a couple <laughs> shows a month? 
that's great for the listener. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I will say that. Um, okay, you know it's dumb for me to say that's great for the listener. Like anybody's listening to this shit, but so. Um, Everything is in motion, and everything is some kind of fluid in some sense, right? And it's... If you look at a long enough scale. So, uh, that means everything flows in some sense, and since we are sort of flows, you could maybe map that onto something that you could call consciousness in some very vague sense. But you're stretching metaphors (laughs) to to a breaking point, essentially. Uh... Okay, reason you are here on Earth is to... Ex- not the reason, just starts with the reason. Reason you are here on Earth is to experience and expand your consciousness as everything possible has already been done. What? Okay, so I'm going to assume that she meant the. The reason you are here on Earth. So she has the reason we're here on Earth, which is not that we evolved in, in this morass of, of energy from the sun and chemical soup on, on the planet but uh, because there's a different reason which is to experience and expand your consciousness which I remind you everything has consciousness so why would everything's here to expand its own consciousness why would so if everything has consciousness then what would earth have to do with it yeah it's you know Okay. It's easy to fall into that geocentric yeah. <laughs> uh, mindset. So. As everything, or it's just shorthand, right? It's the reason you exist, yeah. right? As everything possible has already been done. No, 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 no. Lots Absolutely, of, not. lots of things have been done. But if you think it's everything possible, your imagination is way too shallow. Everything possible, by definition, hasn't been done. Right. And if you think it has, yeah. then you don't have a very good imagination. Or you just simply don't understand definitions of possibility. Uh, okay. Living- now, now, what if they meant, instead of the reason, what if they meant reason as in reasoning? Then the sentence wouldn't make sense structurally. Really? Reason you are here on Earth is to experience... Well, experience. imagine if they were from Eastern Europe and wrote okay, it so, in English. So, re- so, okay, so then you would say... Reason this, you are here on Earth, is to experience and expand your consciousness as everything possible has already been done. I can't reason that. Okay. So, all right, I just wanted to explore. Yeah, the no other it, definition of reason. It's it's worth looking into the option, but I don't find anything there. So, yeah, um, no, I agree. It, it, it's good to it, it's good to op- keep your mind open. Right, but no, I I, yeah. I know the author's intention is she forgot the word the yeah. I wanted to see if we could define any meaning out of the other. I am. I was, and I am, 100% on board with you in that. Because, yeah, open yourself up to the option, but then if, if the option is ridiculous, don't keep following down that path. Well, 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 hold on. You said if the option is ridiculous, don't follow down that path. Why are we doing this segment if that's the case? Because it's funny to us. Right, but the whole option is ridiculous. You never know where an... Uh, a weird shard of truth might appear. <laughs> right? I mean... Right? No, no, I'm just... Yeah. I'm just saying. This... I'm having fun. This is, But this is somebody thinking about shit, right? They're, they're on some trippy drug or they're just off on their Someone rocker. Someone who writes like a sixth grader. Yeah, and... But... 
out of the mouth of babes, right? Occasionally, some something interesting could crop up. It's not likely, but it happens. Mm-hmm. That's probability. <laughs> right? Maybe we'll find a lottery ticket. Right? <laughs> okay. Maybe this is the last thing to ever happen. <laughs> Maybe. How would we know? Exactly. Number two, live in the moment of the now. Now is in quotes. Your past, future, and present is happening right now. Now is capitalized. Your past, future, and present is happening right now. No, it's not, by definition. <laughs> your past is in your past, your future is in your future, and your present is happening right now. That's the definition of present. There's no concept of time in spiritual world. That's just a naked assertion. That's what fifth dimensions and higher are all about. So higher than fifth dimension. So other are even, all about not having time, not having concepts of time. Well, they f- we figured it out. All those extra dimensions in string theory. The reason they're there is about not having time. But that's not at all why they're there. You ruin all my great hypotheses. See, well, actually, see. <laughs> I'm science what you do. Number three, set no goals. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? If you're trying to get to the fifth dimension, why are you setting no goals? You gotta let your mind float free, man. By setting goals, you are trapping yourself in the future, what you haven't manifested yet, and struggle to achieve the, those goals. Wait a minute, you just said the future is happening now. How is it hasn't been manifested yet? It's happening now. You just said it. You shouldn't be so upset about finding a contradiction in a lunatic. No, I shouldn't. Isn't that why we do this? Because I get upset. You know, we both get upset in various ways. Oh my god, just think about it. You just had, like, this was the last sentence you wrote. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um... Uh, like I understand like you you can if you're taking like a a big thing you can maybe in in the beginning say something that is incongruous or something at the end but if you you did a listicle yeah a listicle and one thing just says the exact opposite like the sky is blue but the sky is red yeah alright what number are we on three three seven Uh, okay let's recap number one number one nothing is permanent okay number two live in the moment of the now Kind of the same thing. No, I mean nothing. Nothing lasts forever. Would be Energy no- wise, I mean, why would you say nothing's permanent? Because you need to take advantage of it while it's here. Yeah, well, live well, in the moment of the now, and, and is, also you might say, well, anything you build no, will, will ultimately end. Can so, but, so you. You, you would take number one, number two, saying anything you build will ultimately end, so just enjoy it while it's here, because you're living in now. Right. right? Or don't think anything is impossible, because walls aren't permanent type thing. Right? Sure. Right. Uh, so, nothing is permanent. Live in the moment of the now. Set no goals. Live in the moment of the now. Or live so in the moment of the future don't, now. Don't have a goal of living in the moment of the now. Set no goals. Okay, it's very Buddhist, uh, right? And I, I, I kind of follow, but the the explanations are are absurd. Um, 
The problem here is that most of us set goals which are very small and feel happy about manifesting them. Sure. So, how do you... How do you set a goal of unlocking the fifth dimension without well, setting a goal of unlocking the fifth dimension? The problem here, let me repeat, is that most of us set goals which are very small and feel happy about manifesting them. Like, I want to jump over this uh, hole. <laughs> That's what she can come up with, huh? I want to make a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> I did it, and I'm happy. I want to masturbate to Pornhub. That's easy. Uh, most days. Some days it's actually kind of hard. It kind of depends on, on, on just how everything's going. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you're setting goals like pay bills, go to grocery, then probably you should know how to order from the universe. <laughs> There were two articles I wanted to read, and this is the first one, and I'm just having a ball. If you were setting goals like pay bills, go to grocery, then probably you should know how to order from the universe. Like, universe, ring, ring. Hey, yeah. can you pay my bills? <laughs> pay my bills. Give me some food, please. Uh, however, it is always good if you maintain a journal writing down how you feel each day and what made you feel like that. That's a non sequitur. <laughs> I want to know what ordering What does that universe. have to do with setting no goals? <laughs> having a journal? What does having a journal have to do with setting no goals? Alright. Number four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> halfway through. They're halfway through. Everything is possible if you believe. Mm. I mean, broadly speaking, if you believe it's possible, like truly believe, then it's possible because you can create your own reality, right? Uh, that's yeah. the five-dimensional thing, maybe, is that you're creating your reality because that, that's you simply the... You're, in, you're only exposing yourself to information that fits your narrative. Not letting anything else in. Mm -hmm. You are therefore creating your reality. Maybe that's what they're talking about. How to shut yourself off from the fucking world. How to completely turn. Uh, how to completely make a reality just uh, about you. Okay. All right. Uh, we live in parallel universes and create our own universe by experiencing things from those parallel universes. Kind of? What about the other one? But, okay, let me say why that's kind of. Because every bit of our experience is relative. Mm -hmm. right? My universe is a sphere emanating out from me at the speed of light. And so is yours. But we're slightly different. Right? Our perspectives are slightly different. So by definition... Tell me about it. <laughs> those would be parallel universes that do not quite... That aren't quite the same. Right, broadly speaking, this can be turned into a, a language that does work. This sentence. <laughs> but we are experiencing things from interacting with other universes. Right? I'm interacting with the universe of this tissue box. <laughs> That's a good universe to be in right there. Uh, by having a desire and feeling good about having it, 
You are shifting your universe. Are you saying that ha- feeling good about having it is a goal? I think they're saying... Because that's just set no goals, right? I think desires that you feel good about are better than desires that you are embarrassed about. <laughs> sure. Or ashamed of. I'm, a, I'm ashamed of most of my desires. You shouldn't be. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, have... Okay. More faith... More faith you have in yourself, it'd be much easier to manifest or experience anything. just nonsense Uh, number five ask and it is given Uh, law of attraction is a universal law which says like attracts like no it's not and it's not a law Uh, that's why people say think big because when you think big and have faith universe will match the exact vibration I'm just kind of losing my my <laughs> my mode. Like I'm losing my ability to propel myself through this. It, it, more you allow, more you'll manifest. Manifestations in a five D Earth are instant, and there's no concept of time. Well, we covered that. No time in 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 these other dimensions. Six. Do only things that you love. Don't have goals, but do only things that you love. By doing things you love, you are allowing universe to shift itself and give you more and more experience of things and events that you would love. No response from you? It's making so little sense. I can't even have fun with it anymore. (laughs) Number seven, we are all one. So... I won't even get into the, to the explanation. So, number one, nothing is permanent. Number two, live in the moment of the now. Number three, set no goals. Number four, everything is possible if you believe. Number five, ask and it is given. Number six, do only things that you love. Number seven, we are all one. So, nothing is permanent. All right, I can see that. Number two, live in the moment of the now. It's a, it's a very Buddhist way of looking, mm-hmm. but I can see it. Uh, number three, set no goals that doesn't follow with the rest of it, which is, for example, everything is possible if you believe, then you're setting a goal to believe, or at least you're implying that you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, asking is given. Well, I thought you're setting no goals, so what are you asking for? Uh, uh, moreover, if you believe, then why should you have to ask? Uh, number six, do only things that you love. Uh, again, you're setting a goal to do things that you love. As opposed to, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Uh, everything is possible if you believe. Do only things that you love. There, there's something that I'm not quite catching there. Uh, asking is given. Do only things that you love. Uh, do you love asking for stuff? Maybe. <laughs> uh, and number seven, we are all one, which is just. Uh, all right. Yeah. So. <sighs> Okay, so here is here's an article written by somebody who's a, not a guest writer. Oh, a professor of fifth dimension. Well, just somebody who's by tr- it's called Trish Trish Lesage. Fifth dimension consciousness. This already looks to be at least written better. 
So there's there's a English is their native language. Seems like it. We are living during a monumental time in which humanity is experiencing a shift to higher consciousness. Without defining higher consciousness, I don't really know what that sentence means, but okay, right? I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let the premise go. Maybe she's setting up the premise, right? Maybe she'll establish it. We are shifting from third dimension consciousness to fifth dimension consciousness. You're going to have to explain those terms, but, you know, by your premise setting here, uh, the following is what one may experience once they have reached fifth dimension consciousness and beyond. All right. Meat, right? Finally, okay, this is what somebody, at least what somebody may experience, but at least we're getting some meat. Mm-hmm. There's, there, there's, it's not just bone here. We're getting something, okay. something to, to mm-hmm. work with. Sure. Um, when a person reaches fifth dimension consciousness, they may experience existing in a permanent state of peace, bliss, love, and joy. So that was sort of covered by the last one. They talked about eternal heavenly mm-hmm. bliss. That right, was so, only in the intro. That had nothing to do with yeah, mystical, though. Right, but it, but that sounds good, right? I mean, sure. Eternal, a permanent state of peace, Is this bliss, suicide love, cult? and joy. I don't know. Uh, no effort is required on their part to remain in this state. No, you don't. You are simply Ooh. in a state. You your lowest energy. State your lowest energy state is, is one of peace, bliss, love, and joy. That'd be remarkable, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be uh, Higgsfield. <laughs> the lowest energy state has value. So yeah, this is starting to sound like a suicide cult. <laughs> this takes place naturally and automatically after you drink the Kool Aid. All dissonant energy is automatically filtered out. Again, you could That's be talking about a condensate. Right, you, you, um, anything that would try to disrupt the condensate would be filtered out. Would be filtered out of the condensate. So, like in a, in a superconductor, uh, any any photon that would try to get through would uh, would not get through. You wouldn't be able to introduce a, another magnetic field inside of a superconductor. You can't. It's a right. condensative charge. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to adapt like what mm-hmm. I know about sure, things sure, sure. To, to this sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, in addition to automatically existing in a permanent... Just wait till you're quoted on this website. Oh, like, I would love like it. Like backing up this Go shit. Go for it. I mean, if, if you want to quote me, go ahead. I, I will then vociferously explain what I meant. But still, <laughs> I allow you to. This, this is free to everybody. Uh, in addition to automatically existing in a permanent state of bliss, of peace, bliss, love, and joy... People who have reached the fifth dimension consciousness may begin to automatically see themselves in everyone, whether it be humans or animals. Is that empathy? That's empathy. That's empathy, right? Yeah. So that doesn't really require a fifth dimension to me. That's simply... Maybe I'm already there. I'm a pretty happy guy. I'm empathic. But it's not a permanent state of peace, bliss, love, and joy. That requires no effort. Pretty close. I mean, I'm not a sad guy. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> Don't piss all over me and call it rain. Uh, <laughs> I'm a pretty happy guy. Bullshit. You're not in the permanent state of peace, bliss, love, and joy. I'm not, I'm not a bliss. Love and joy? Sure. Peace, love, and joy. Permanent. Permanent, not, not like that's my ground state right man. now. That's my ground state right there. All right, peace, bliss, love, and joy. All right, Mister Higgs. Uh, they may also begin to automatically feel love for everyone. I don't love everyone. There's assholes out there. Donald Trump, fuck him. Doesn't mean I'm not blissful. I, yeah, fuck Donald Trump, but at the same time, I don't like. I don't desire for horrible things to happen to him. 
I just desire for him to go away, but not like go away in a, in a sense like I just not influence culture, right? So I I don't want anything horrible to happen to anybody. Ideally, I don't want anything horrible to happen to anything, if possible. If I could sustain the entire world and the entire universe and every microbe and every lion and every tree and every fucking thing, sustain everything without anything else having to die and whatever, if if I could pull a switch and do that, I would. But I can't, so I'm not going to like pretend that I can. But um, and Fogwa is pretty good. What? And Fogwa is pretty tasty. Well, I mean, I, I would imagine if you could pull that switch, you'd be able to manifest foie gras for yourself without having to harm anything, right? The, the, the flavor of it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'd... I thought you could pull a switch that would just like make you not have to eat anything ever and kill anything. All right, that'd be fine too. Never experience I would do flavor. That. I I would do that. I would I would sacrifice my experience of flavor if I could make sure that everything ever was permanently satisfied. I would make that sacrifice. Call me a Jesus figure if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) I would die on that cross. (laughs) Um, You know, people chasing after you with pitchforks because they want chocolate cake. Yeah, I mean, no, everyone would be bliss, love, and happiness forever. So, no, that wouldn't happen. Right. In my crazy, you know martyr world uh furthermore no negative thoughts stream into the mind of a person who has reached fifth dimension consciousness okay so i'm definitely not there uh (laughs) in fact all negative thoughts are automatically filtered out of their mind again it's a again it's it's a condensate anything just wouldn't be able to penetrate right wait wait, go back go back so they have no uh, no negative thoughts stream into the mind stream into the mind of a person who has reached fifth dimension consciousness. In fact, all negative thoughts are automatically filtered out of their mind. Well, they don't come in. They don't come in, so... The, the filter's useless. Well, they don't stream anything. in. Never catches anything. They don't stream in. But I suppose they could develop... Chunk, they could be chunked in. They... Right, they could develop organically, but then they would be filtered out. Downloaded instead of streamed. Well, I mean, if you think about, like, uh, chaotic things should produce random effects, right? So, But they would be filtered out. There's a filter in the fifth dimension. That there's, there's cheesecloth there. <laughs> so you're good. Uh, the mind is also automatically quiet without the constant chatter that flows into the third dimension mind. Well, that would explain why it's peace, love, and joy, because there's nothing going on. And I mean, I, I suppose peace is nothingness. That's peace. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no chaos, with nothing happening. Uh, doesn't sound very interesting. In fact, there are not many thoughts that enter a mind that has reached fifth dimension consciousness, unless the thoughts are necessary in moving them from one event. So this is a death cult. <laughs> Actually, this explains the last two articles you've read. This is a death cult. You you nailed it way before I was there. (laughs) They're just talking about death. I suppose you could say it's Buddha enlightenment type thing, right? I mean, it extends from from that concept, which is just let it happen. Mm -hmm. We're we're all death. We're all life at the same time. In fact, I got to show you something. That's there. Um, 
When a person reaches fifth dimension, consciousness their perception of time may slow down considerably. I thought it doesn't even exist in the fifth dimension time. No, so, all time happens at once. Past, present, and future okay. all at the same time. But if that were true, then your perception of time would not slow down considerably. It would cease to exist. It wouldn't slow down Everything, considerably. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, saying it's, so that, that doesn't jive with what I've been told. Some Someone's wrong. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> time on probably the, the guest writer. Time on the clock of the wall may seem to pass by more quickly, but the mind does not perceive that very much time has passed. So that's the opposite of that's, the effect that we would notice. That's not time slowing down. That's yeah. That's time speeding up. Well, the outside world time would be. T- the clock of the wall became past. Time would go quickly. faster, and you wouldn't notice it going. And faster you wouldn't notice it, it going. Would, it would seem normal. So it'd be like everything was sped up around you, and you'd be slow. What you could achieve by moving very fast, but you would be then be moving very fast with a lot of energy, <laughs> uh, and that energy would manifest itself somehow. I, I mean, as long as we're following the laws of physics. Mm-hmm. Uh, this may be compared to what is said happens when a person experiences physical death. God, it just, it's not even subtle anymore. <laughs> During physical death, a person transitions from third dimension consciousness to fourth dimension consciousness. They don't even get to the fifth dimension. <laughs> you don't even get to, to go that route just by dying. So it's not just dying. There's extra steps. There's like... <laughs> There's a ladder to climb. Mm-hmm. Uh... It is said that while years may pass on Earth, it may seem like only minutes have passed in the spirit world. I thought that's the opposite of, like, don't you... Isn't it more that you experience a whole bunch of things that happen, like, in a dream world? I'm thinking of, like, ghost stories, right? Where, like, ghost is haunting a mansion for a century, but okay. it doesn't seem like a century. It, it seems doesn't seem like a century to the ghost. So I'm thinking more like the Inception type thing where as you go deeper and deeper and deeper... No, I'm just thinking about ghost stories. Time really slows down for you, or or, or time really... Time seems normal for you, but everything else in the world just is super slow. Well, it makes sense that, you know, whatever consciousness you're on, time is going to move. But it's like when you dream, that seems to be like entire narrative. Sometimes weeks can go by in your dreams, but you're just... Mm -hmm. It's just one night, Mm -hmm. right? That... This is probably just like ten minutes... Yeah, it could be. It could, yeah, right. Because you're, the, uh, I, uh, anyway, go on and on about that, but not really relevant right now. But yeah, mm-hmm. so this is sort of saying the opposite of the whole dream stuff. It's saying that when you're in the spiritual world, it's super quick. Or wait, when you're in the spiritual world, it seems like no time has passed compared to the time of Earth that's running around. So, like, if you're in a coma, I guess, is the thing, like... I think, yeah, like I said, I think yeah. you're just talking about ghosts, like, trying to, like, imagine a ghost story, right? Where you got this, you know, haunt, mansion that's been haunted for a hundred okay. years, and I, I, the okay, ghost I thing has just been like a month. It's an interesting perspective. Where was I? Um, our perception of time slows down as we transition from third dimension consciousness to fourth dimension consciousness during physical death. Well, shouldn't our perception of time... Sp- speed up at least outside time should speed up anyway yeah I think that's what they're saying right it, 
what seems like normal pace for you, everything everything else is passing faster. Right. right? So like when you're in a car accident, it seems like everything's in slow motion. Yeah, kind of like that, I guess. But again, you know, you think you're just living your life, mm-hmm. and then everyone around you is moving by really fast because. Right. Okay. Okay. No. Okay, that's valid, right? Because you're you're focused on your life. Everything else is happening, and you're not focusing on it. So there's a there is a uncertainty as to where things are, and things can sort of move around and jump around from place to place without you noticing because you're focused on yourself. Your time is is centered on you. Everything else is. is and you could even there. draw some of your physics stuff in here, right? Because there's the whole delay of yeah. information exchange. Absolutely. Yeah. No, there there is. There are valid ways you can pull in my understanding of physics to this on a broadly metaphorical speaking way. All right. Those who have had a chance, those who have had a close brush with death as a result of an accident or nearly being in an accident. (laughs) Close to like, oh, I almost got hit by the bus. I had a close brush with death. Uh, may have noticed that their mind starts moving more slowly in these situations. That's what I talked about, right? That your you, your perception of, of time goes slower as you right. are in these situations. Everything appears to happen in slow motion. The soul is getting ready to transition from third dimension consciousness to fourth dimension consciousness in these situations so that the person may exit through the portal of death. Uh, okay, so you're noticing something that I think we all do notice in... in the situations where our adrenaline is up and all these situations happen, we do seem to have a perception that time is slower than it normally is. And then from that, which is a shared thing, mm-hmm. they're saying that the soul is getting ready to transition from third dimension consciousness to fourth dimension consciousness in those situations the person may exit the world that all that is just made up bullshit what's, out of nowhere what's the soul doing exactly <laughs> you know, it's like it's preparing but, to but enter the portal of death because packing a suitcase because or, it's like oh here i go get ready un- right. un- <laughs> get hit by this bus oh i didn't get hit by the bus all right i there is so many questions getting ready so many questions tying his shoes Hence their perception of time slows down. Sometimes a change to the divine plan for a person's life is made, however, and they miraculously barely escape from harm, often at the last second. Divine plan. So yeah, you would always it's just like just like when you find something, it's always in the last place you look. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be escaping from harm at the last second. Right. <laughs> so I don't yeah uh, I don't buy it <laughs> not buying what you're selling here one may also notice that if they use self-hypnosis help bleh, bleh, excuse me self-hypnosis or meditation and they also seem as though not much time has passed but according to the clock on the wall a lot of time may have passed again in these cases the mind is transitioning beyond the third dimension The same phenomenon happens when we are physically alive in a third dimension body on the third dimension earth and our energy vibration increases and we ascend to the fifth dimension consciousness. So they're just jumping. But they start talking about meditation finally, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a big part of... 
Well, our perception of time. My perception of time also slows down when I smoke marijuana. I remember one time I had a marijuana brownie at my friend's house, and I was getting ready to leave, and I went up to go to the bathroom, and uh, you pissed for twenty-five minutes. It felt like it. And I came down and I said, how long was I up there? I felt like I was there for 20 minutes. They said, uh, two minutes. I, I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Imagine the fine motor control you would have on the car because every minute would seem like an hour. So every like microsecond would seem like a second. You'd be like, it was, I got this shit. <laughs> it was just exhausting going to the bathroom. <laughs> So I was not going to do that. Right. Uh, (laughs) Imagine taking a 20-minute piss. I've done it before, or at least it felt like it. Uh, When a person reaches... (laughs) Keeps going. Why doesn't... So... I mean, it's either a death cult or it's about meditation. Why don't they talk about meditation at all? I don't... It seems like they're constantly explaining, 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 but of course they're not presenting any evidence that's the case. Just explaining, explaining, explaining. They're not I mean, it's, an it's, experiment. This shit's right out of the time cube. I mean, it's the same kind of arguments. Yeah, it's but the, the, same, the, the, the thing that the thing that that is it's interesting. Al- it's almost the same phraseology too. The thing interesting to me is that they're they're brushing up against like. Actual things that seem to that, that seem to be realistic, but in like the most asinine way of picturing it. Okay, I'm trying to see if there's some fifth dimension videos. Okay, all right. You got something? Yes, Please. I do. All right, but first I'm going to go to take a pee pee. All right. So you you uh, entertain the masses. All right, I'm entertaining the masses. When I put it on the spot, I always have a problem with that kind of stuff. Oh, look, it's midnight here in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, Jesus Christ, why do I have such a hard time when he just puts me on the spot like this? I don't think this uh, fifth dimension stuff's as good as crystals. But, uh... We'll see now that we're finally getting into some good video stuff. <laughs> Shit. Now I'm thinking about like not having anything and it's making me even more nervous about not getting anything to talk about. Oh, what did I do today? Today kinda of hung out around the house. I smoked a pork shoulder. Turned out pretty good. The I have a Bullockman electric smoker that my dad gave me. He ordered one online or something. It came damaged. He complained. They sent him a second one and he gave me the slightly bent damaged one. So I have a nice electric smoker. I don't use my charcoal smoker anymore because I never did get any good at managing a fire for like five to seven hours it would always get too cold too hot and and whatnot so actually i don't use the charcoal smoker 
didn't anyone. feel like 20 minutes, but it felt long. <laughs> it felt long for me, too, because I couldn't think of anything. It was, like, it was a self-perpetuating thing, right? Like, yeah. I don't have anything to talk about, I said. And as soon as I said that, like my mind went blank. Yeah. Like, oh, Let's talk about how your mind was blank. Well, I start talking about, I, I smoked a pork shoulder today, so yeah. I just kind of talking about that a little bit. What did that do to your, to your mind when you smoked it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is Confused About 5D, Part 1. What is the fifth dimension? I am confused about 5D. By Farmer Mike 007. <laughs> so he, oh, so... Uh, he has a license to kill. Before wondering. you start this, because you're playing some crazy-ass YouTube from Farmer Mike 007, I went on YouTube today to find out, like, how do people add the wood chips to their electric smokers? And this dude, this video had like 108,000 views, right? Mm-hmm. This video has 174,000. Okay. So this guy's doing this smoker thing. First off, as soon as he starts recording, train goes off in the background. And then he tries to like just kind of throw the... He put the chips in a uh, smoke box, this little metal box, and tries to throw it in the smoker and it gets stuck. <laughs> And then he, like, goes gets tongs and he fixes it. I'm like, you only had one take? Like, were you... Were, Some people just don't like editing. La- last mean, roll of film? We're, we're live to tape, right? I mean... <laughs> yes, but if I was doing a how-to video and fucked it up in so many ways, I might try to do it again. Maybe. I mean, I, 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 I get the purpose of... Look, you know, people fuck up. It, maybe it's part of a, a series like ours is, right? It's... <laughs> It's a series of conversations. If you listen to every single one of these uh, pre and post shows, uh, which I don't recommend, uh, but we're here for all of them, so we <laughs> have experienced them all. Um, uh, we say stupid things all the time. Yeah, I don't know. A YouTube how-to video yeah. that you don't, um, you screw up like in three different ways and don't. Yeah, it do doesn't a seem take. right, but yeah, you know, you don't do a second take. I, I don't get it. So anyway, let's go five D. All right, Grandpa, you don't like the new. <laughs> The way people do things now. Just do a second it's take, damn Time is fleeting. Oh, it's spoken Madness word. It's spoken word. Takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. Um, it's a song. I've got to. I love it. Keep control. This is all. Is this? Is 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 this it? Good day to you, travellers. Okay. Oh. I thought I'd do a series of the intro. Oh, clips God. about 5D and what it means to us and our world. Oh, there's a face in the there's tree. A lot of talk about oh, 5D yeah. lately, Neat. the fifth dimension, moving into the fifth dimension. There's been a lot of talk about this lately. It seems like Starship Earth and her crew are about to go into uh, the fifth dimension from the one we're presently in. And um, as we know in... Uh, Star Trek, uh, when they go into warp drive, time functions differently. As we know in Star Trek. When you're in that state. There's a lot of confusion evident about dimensions. Yeah. When you look around the internet, people talking about the move into 5D. For sure. Uh, A lot of people have got a few things muddled with it, so I thought I'd make this little clip and clarify it. Awesome. Once and for all, very plainly Great. it's not that hard to understand once you oh, get good. the hang of it fantastic uh, why is the confusion around i think it's largely because of the school system when oh. i did geometry at school we learned about the first and second dimension and the zero dimension of a point but we were told that 
this was uh, a um, they didn't really exist these dimensions right. they were just a convenience then for teaching told. us mathematics mm -hmm. and at school they also told us that we live in a three-dimensional world right. well this was for convenience it wasn't a plot or anything it's true because the objects and our cells and things in the world around us look three-dimensional the objects in ourselves well you see it's essentially saying that we can model the world as three-dimensional mm -hmm. so sure. it, it, it's convenient for us to use mm -hmm. three-dimensional mm -hmm. as a language to describe the world right. so far sure right call them three-dimensional but really because we live in a three-dimensional world moving through time we're presently in a fourth dimensional world so i would i think this is something of a misconception about how time works time is not a dimension in the sense that the other three dimensions are it's not modeled the same way we don't work with it the same way it's uh it doesn't have yeah, right it's not a spatial dimension it's not a spatial dimension and it doesn't have the same kind of uh, uh ultimate degrees of freedom that that a spatial dimension has right it's it's only moving in one direction it, it's 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 plotted as a dimensional thing but that's only for the sake of understanding it geometrically but it doesn't work the same way as a spatial dimension. Sure. So trying to then say that there's a that we are three dimension moving in a four dimensional space, poetically makes sense, but mathematically and realistically it doesn't quite follow. You have to treat them very differently. Just want to add that, see where he goes. Maybe he'll say the exact same thing I just said. Maybe I haven't watched this video yet. What do you think the odds of that are? Pretty low. Consider this too about the zero, first, and second dimension that our school teachers said were didn't really exist. They were just a concept to help us in maths. Mm -hmm. Well, in fact, the zero dimension does exist. Uh, a black hole is a singularity. It has. Okay. All right. Black holes. Something resembling black holes definitely seems to be out there. No one I know or know of who studies black holes actually thinks there's a singularity in the middle of a black hole. The physics breaks down. It's modeled as a singularity in in sense, but we know that can't be the case because things don't make sense when you talk about singularities physically existing. Singularities are a concept of... Uh, so, okay, let me explain what a singularity is. Let's say you have a waveform you're tracking, right? Some sine wave, mm -hmm. right? At some point, it's moving up, and then it turns and starts moving down, right? The What is the actual point where it is not moving up but and not moving down? There actually isn't one, but that is mathematically a singularity. Okay. Zero-dimensional, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't actually exist in the space. Uh, but you can, you can approximate it using integrals and stuff like that, right? You can, you can approximate it by making smaller, 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 smaller slices. Mm -hmm. And by taking the limit and by, seeing sort, and, and by predicting how it's going to evolve. Uh, but the point where a change happens is what we call a singularity. That's just mathematically what a singularity is. It's a point where, where a phase change occurs. Mm -hmm. But they don't exist physically. They're, they're approximations. They're all approximations. So no, 
even the black hole is not a zero dimensional singularity electron we think have zero dimensions that doesn't but it does have dimensions because it, it's it's a waveform that exists it's it, it's just the anyway i could go on and on but this is just a major misconception that of course is fueling all of this nonsense no measurable dimension it uh, exists in zero d yet it's a very real and the most powerful force in the universe that we know so if zero no it's not the most powerful force in the universe that we know the most powerful force in the universe that we know accepting the big bang the most powerful force in the universe we know it comes from comes from supernova I think those are the biggest. I, I think that even though we see these quasars that are super bright, that apparently are stuff falling into black holes. Actually, I don't know why that's the case. It could be the case that, that black holes could, could, could power the, the largest energy that we see. So I'm going to say that uh, that might be true. I think that the, the quasar type stuff, right? It's very a focused beam. Mm-hmm. Where... So is the supernova effect. They're focused beams, essentially. That's why they're so bright. Really? Because okay. we're, we're, they are projected outward as beams. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind that. I was going to say yeah. that they were more of a... They're not a broadcast. No, no. no. Okay. I mean, they, they do accentuate in all dimensions, but they are focused very much so in beams. Uh, but a quasar might even be much more focused, too. So, yeah. I Now that I think about it, Black holes colliding too. I mean, there, there's a lot of energy in there. So yeah, I I, uh, I can't uh, I, I can't argue the point. I don't have enough information. Right. The dimension turns out does in fact exist and can be a very powerful place. Uh, why would we assume that the first and the second dimension don't have a real existence? In fact, uh, well, because like I said, uh, the zero dimension is just an approximation we use for the math. Similar with the first, second, and guess what? Yes, the third and the fourth. Approximations we use for the math. All models are lies. Some are just more useful than others. Um, many people call the second dimension place the astral plane. <laughs> but we may get onto that later. It's not really on the topic here. Yeah. Well, let's look at these dimensions. We'll start with the naught dimension, the zero dimension. It's just a, a point. It's fixed can't move that's a circular stuck. dot that's not a point and uh, it has yeah but i mean how do you represent a point i get it right i mean how do you graphically represent a point you don't no 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 width no height no depth it's just a fixed point in time he does put in quotes enlarged so <laughs> he's, he's at least like he's 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 following up with 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 this part like, I agree, right? You're talking about a point. It's an abstraction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's zero dimension. There's no measurable dimension in it. Then we go to 1D. 1D is like a point that can move just in back and forward in one direction. Basically. And if we have a inverted commas enlarged look at it, we can see that there's one measurable dimension in 1D, but uh, it's it's a line, but the line has no thickness, so there's only yes. one measurable dimension in 1D. Mm-hmm. Then we go to 2D, where we add a, a, another physical dimension on, 
And we- I will say this is where most math stops for most people. This is where I stopped learning math for a long time. Is you learn two dimensions and you kind of understand how to abstract that three dimensions intuitively, but that's it. You don't learn how to do the actual rigor to work with a three-dimensional system. And in fact, you don't too, truly understand the two dimensions because you consider them as, as kind of uh, separate from each other as opposed to being uh, conjoined. That's where you know, I talked about I and all that stuff. That gets into mm-hmm. that stuff, but uh, I won't go into that. We can move in two directions in 2D. It could be likened to a sort of sheet of flat paper world mm-hmm. or something. In 2D, we can have a circle, a triangle, a square. Yes. A flat kind of objects like that. This is a basic thing, so, you know. It can be measured in two directions but have no depth in the third Can you have a pentagon? 3D, of course. You know a lot of this stuff already. 3D is where we have a third. Now, again, like I'm saying, I I think most people don't have an intuitive... I mean, they have a basic intuitive understanding, but don't have a... A good understanding of the math of three dimensions. Uh, it took me a while to understand that, and I still don't truly, fully understand everything about three dimensional math. It's a fucked up pyramid. That is a uh, the projection of it is fucked up, right? <laughs> because the sides are kind of pushing out. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Physical dimension: an x, y, and a z axis. We use in geometry and in 3D we have what we call... By the way, can this guy be more excited about his stuff? Wait till he gets to 5D. Then he's going to blow his shit. I can't wait to to get it. Solid objects with volume like a sphere, a pyramid, a cube. Um, And it's uh, the world around us looks 3D. Mm -hmm. So now let's have a look at 4D and see why we're actually in a four-dimensional world now, not a 3D one. In the fourth dimension, we have the three physical dimensions, but we have a fourth dimension of time. Mm-hmm. Now, in 4D, in our world, time seems to be fixed and it moves in a single direction. Mm-hmm. It's locked in. That we can't go backwards in time or forwards in time, sideways in time. We can't speed okay. time up or slow it down generally, right. except in a few... Uh, atom-splitting machines, perhaps, but um, <laughs> no. as far as our, our world goes that we exist in, time is Not a fixed quantity that we just have to deal with the best way we can. Yeah, I think that you the, the best way to understand time is the same way that you understand the potential energy of this, right? I mean, I'm holding it up, right? There, Everything is, is there's a speed to which things are moving, uh, and that speed is C, uh, and... That can't be changed, uh, and other th- and some things have more permeability to the universe than others. But that's it. That's all there is. It's a charge that we have, effectively. And in five D, okay. Where- so we just skip past the four D. Really, any explanation of it, I think, from his perspective. Maybe you could maybe you could argue, but okay, we're in five D now. Thing is, the four D uh, diagram showed like a the three D, and then it a showed film a film script. Yeah, you know, like a movie reel, but he didn't didn't elaborate on the concept. And, and actually, I think it would have been valuable to elaborate on that. Absolutely, because now you're getting because yeah, there was exactly there was no there was no elaboration on the four D. Well, he's so close to five D. 
Yeah. Which like there's a lot of elaboration on one D in comparison to fourteen, right? The, the difference comes if you look at the, the timeline down there in the four D diagram. Time is fixed, mm-hmm. whereas in five D, time gets an extra dimension. Oh, imaginary time. It. Okay. So now we've got three physical dimensions and two time dimensions. And wait a minute. So five D is imaginary time. If you have two, yeah, it would be yeah. You'd have a You'd have a, another axis of time to move on. Yeah, that's imaginary time. And it's, it's not that you could. He's saying you can move back and forward in time. That's still the same dimension spatially. Well, he didn't actually say that yet. But that's, what, that's what it's on his diagram. Well, he didn't say. Yeah, maybe the diagram's wrong. All right. Whereas time's fixed in 4D and 5D, we can move back and forward in time. <laughs> Asshole, why'd you prove me wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so, when you add imaginary time, you're allowed to move backwards in regular time. Right. It's not... What the fuck? Yeah. Imaginary, like, when you add an imaginary axis, you're not saying that that allows you to go into negative numbers. <laughs> that number line already existed. Uh, that was part of that dimension you were already on. If you're adding another dimension, you have this, imag- this imaginary, or this lateral, if you want to call it, dimension. Uh, so another dimension of time would be a lateral oh, dimension. Oh, so here it says, if you go from 1D to 2D, or... He gives the ability to move composed to the... In 5D, we could say that time has gained an extra dimension compared to 4D. Two dimensions gives the ability to move compared to the fixed realm of 1D. Likewise, 5D gives the ability to move in time compared to the fixed time. No, no because 2D and 1D are spatial dimensions. Right. 4D and 5D are time dimensions which only go in one direction. So they're not dimensions at all. Well, sure. If you want to be pedantic about it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it, it's called fifth dimension, and there is no extra dimension other than third, other than the ability to travel backwards and forwards in time. We're still talking about three dimensions, just now we have time travel. That's what we're talking okay. about. This is time travel. But the listicle didn't mention time travel. No, not at all. Other than everything happening at once. Other than things going slower, mm-hmm. right? But we're still moving forward. Okay. Well, we still got another few minutes yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so let's go. Uh, go back to the past, into the future, or anywhere in between. And that is what five... Okay. <laughs> the past, the future, future, or anywhere in between. Which is now. There's, only, there's a singularity in between, right? Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> you could say now instead of yeah. anywhere in between. Let's see. Now is three letters. Anywhere in between. I'm is... reminded of that scene in space. Well, like, we're in now. Now everything is happening. Now is happening. Now go back, go back to what? What? Now? 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 We can't. What? We missed it. When? Just now. <laughs> <laughs> implies now let's have a look at a comparison of yes. 0d to 1d yeah just as in 0d spaces is, is fixed so already we have an issue which is that these were 
made for the purpose of elucidating a point, but they were not meant to be taken literally. Having because in zero D you suddenly wouldn't be able to see a point, and one D you wouldn't be able to see a line. But now they're going back to this and saying, "Look at the comparison between here, where there's a dot, and mm-hmm. here there's a line mm-hmm. with thickness." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mixing your metaphors. But he's saying that it's zero. You just have to. But but you're mixing your metaphors in terms of your of your visualizations, and I'm sure he's going to mix his metaphors mm-hmm. in terms of what he's talking about. Immovable, in a sense, and compared to one D, where suddenly you've got movement, a dimension of movement you don't have in zero D, and likewise, you have a dimension, you have a degree of freedom that can be negative or positive. Hmm. It's not forced into one direction. I hear you. This guy doesn't get it. Maybe he'll address it. This fifth dimension stuff is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Yeah! No! From 4D to 5D, it's uh, a similar thing. In 4D, we're stuck in time, but in 5D, we'll be able to move back and forward through time just as easily. Okay. Like just as easily as what? Is we can move back and forward through a room. And- no, no, for Christ's sake, no. You have the ability in a third dimensional space to move outside of the second dimensional space, right? Get into this other third area, and you can move in uh, a whole bunch of different things, but you don't. <laughs> That's not. It's not because you're just opening up an extra lever in the second dimension. It's because you're adding an entirely new degree of freedom. Play it. If you add another degree of freedom, and then you add another degree of freedom, suddenly you have the multiple new degrees of freedom that you're talking about, not simply. One degree of freedom gives you the ability to go forward. Another gives you the ability... No, it's an entire new degree of freedom. It Oh, it's just not... It's so... It's so... It's two-dimensional thinking. Mm-hmm. It's pure two-dimensional thinking. It, he's right. Schooling has failed him. But not in the way he thinks. <laughs> Four days. The following videos I'll talk some more about uh, how it's going to feel as we approach 5D. Uh, So that was was the explanation. Now he's just talking about the rest uh, of the video. The good news is don't panic. You're not going mad. Everything's going to be fine. (laughs) It's a good Uh, news. We'll also talk about some of the earth changes that will be coming along and... uh, yeah. Um, if you're wrong about the very basics and how, why should I trust you? On you know the what? Earth I'm not confused about 5D anymore. It's bullshit. That's been established. Uh, let me put it this way. It's a way of thinking about the world that has been so thoroughly discredited that believing in it makes you look absolutely silly. Can I say for sure that it's incorrect? Not with a hundred percent absolute certainty, but with maximal certainty that I can have, I can say this is bullshit. This is a just complete misunderstanding of of the world and the way things work. 
Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Before we go, I want to answer one more question. I, I made a list of topics that I thought were interesting. I, I made a list of what I thought were interesting things in what I feel is sort of the history of uh, late 19th and 20th century science. The stuff that I made, like particle mm-hmm. physics, like that. I just want to go over the the brief subject headings and see if there's anything that you, I don't. I'm not going to explain anything of these. I just want to ask you if there's anything that you're interested in. In which case, I could go further later, another show or something, okay. and and go into them at some point. So, but this is the this is the uh, the timeline I see. Starts with something called the ultraviolet catastrophe. Okay. To Planck and the quantization of black body radiation. Some of these you probably may understand, or at least understand a little bit of, or know some of these. Moves on to Einstein and the photoelectric effect. Then there's Bohr, Schrodinger, and quantum, and the development of quantum mechanics. Uh, then there's Dirac and the development of quantum field theory with special relativity. Then Fermi, Feynman, and quantum electrodynamics. Then the particle zoo. Then Murray Gell-Mann and the development of quantum chromodynamics. Then Higgs, Cooper, and GSW theory, electroweak unification. Uh, then Hawking, Penrose, Susskind, and the renewed search for a theory of quantum gravity. And finally, string theory, loop quantum gravity, the metastable vacuum, and the emergence of dark forces, which are the myths of the present. Most of those sound interesting. There was a few in the middle that didn't. Uh, ones that didn't sound interesting to me were... Um, I don't know what the ultraviolet catastrophe is at all, so I'm just curious about that. Uh, I think it, I think that might be a better way than just trying to teach you directly like the science, because <laughs> I don't think it's working too well. But if I teach you the history, then it might like what people were thinking uh-huh. and how people got around it, more or less, might give you might you might want to go further. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm thinking about like history in this sense. Ultraviolet catastrophe. The Fermi and Feynman one sounds boring. The Murray Gell Gellman, yeah. Gellman one sounds boring. Literal weak unification sounds interesting. Quantum gravity and loop quantum gravity sound somewhat interesting. That's the that's the last one, which is kind of very much a like I called the mists of the present. They're still Foggy. We don't know the answers, but mm-hmm. it, it's. I, I think it's definitely interesting time. Sure. So you want? All right. So let me. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be next week, but I'm going to try to come up with a. I don't know. Syllabus. Is the right word. I'm trying to come up with a with a general overview of the ultraviolet catastrophe, and we'll see where right. we go from there. All right. Cool. Cool beans. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you did. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you. All later. Yeah. Bye bye.